1: Normally, I am not the guy to ring the panic button or push it. I guess you don't ring it. panic bell, push the button. You, you push the red panic button. I'm not that guy, but if you're a Rays fan right now and you just watch your team get swept by a really good Texas Rangers team, and for the first time since April, what, 1st, the Tampa Bay Rays are no longer alone in first place in the American League East despite a very still gaudy 60-39 and record. They Technically,
2: are, they're second place.
1: That's in percentages, right?
2: Correct, because yeah. Texas has played or uh, Texas, Baltimore has played four less games than the Rays. There you go.
1: Um, so you could say they're tied, or, or or they're no longer have the have the best percentage winning percentage in in uh, in the American League, which is incredible to be that many games over five hundred and be in a battle whatsoever. Having said that, you got to look a little bit behind the numbers. I mean, here is the thing we know what happened with the 14 straight wins in the first month of the season and just how they lit up baseball, okay? And I mean they lit it up. They were scoring 7 runs a game, um, you know, home runs everywhere. It was ridiculous, right? And but since then, like the last 2 months, which is a good little sample size of a baseball season, they're 31 and 32. That's not even the worst part. Since July 1st, and it's only July 20th, but since July 1st, they're 3-11. and 11, And they had a six-and-a-half game lead over Baltimore. It is all gone, heading into what is a now sort of crucial series against the Orioles at Tropicana.
2: It is, although the optimist would say you got a chance <laughs> to be four games up on them by the time Sunday night comes around. But well, that would John take L- a sweep.
1: Yeah, as John Romano said, you could say the glass is half full, but that sucker is cracked and leaking big
2: time. <laughs> now, you know? the Rays do play much better at home than the road, and it's been true the whole season this way.
1: Right. Even when they were spectacular at home, mm-hmm. they were still losing some games on the road.
2: Yes. Uh, their home record has been fantastic, and their offense has been much better at home, which, quite frankly, is the problem with this team at this yeah, time. What offense? As much as we've talked about... All the pitchers that they've they've lost and from Rasmussen and Springs and you've seen you know, Glasnell didn't start the season out there, and then you know, Chirinos hasn't performed the way you maybe had hoped he had. And McClanahan's had a, a back issue, although he's back now. And you know, you go through all the pitching stuff. Andrew Kittredge isn't back yet. Um mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. And, and as much as we've said all along they need more pitching, they need more pitching, they need more pitching. it ain't the pitching that's the problem right now. mm because they, mm. they pitched well enough to win all these games.
1: They did. They did. Their Here's offense the
2: is putrid right now.
1: It is. And it, it was the fourth time in the last two weeks that basically their offense was limited to a solo home run. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way you win games in this league. Um, they're hitting, what, 210, I think, with runners in scoring position in their last nine losses. I mean, these are all stats – John Romano wrote about this. Those are abysmal numbers. But here's the thing, Steve, and I can't get away from this. That's kind of who they were at the end of last year. And you know what? Mm-hmm. It's the same players. We're not talking about they went out and had a big infusion. Everybody's like, oh, he's sitting in your left-handed bat and look at Josh Lowe. You know? and, and all that's true. Like, you know what? They, they They tried to get some guys. They couldn't. And good for them. A lot of players, including Jose Suri, who's got like 18 home runs or 19 or whatever it is, a lot of guys have have well outperformed their expectations, no question. But it's the same bunch of guys that when they got to the postseason last year couldn't score a run. That's what would make me – and the other thing is this, watching them play against Texas. Now, Texas, you talk about pitching. I thought they pitched pretty well against Texas. I really do. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. McClanahan, you know, got – it's as good as i seen him throw and he's coming off the you know the back problem whatever he gives up he's been he's been victimized by the long ball that's that's kind of been the thing with the rays of late um you know same thing happened the night before but for the most part they've done their job now the bullpen has you know sort of been inconsistent at best pretty much all year long and in, in these games in texas the rangers were able to separate there were still one or two run games until late and the home run got them but texas is a really good team and you know what they got decent pitching, and I just feel like the better teams they play, that's when they're struggling at the plate. And what are you going to do? Who do you think you got to go through in the American League to get to the World Series? Texas, you know, like mm-hmm. that's that's not good. I mean, and they won two out of three at home against the Rangers when they played them earlier. Um, but but all these games that they just had had a sameness to them, and you know, Cash sort of rested. For the most part, a Rosarena, and he didn't play Wander Franco, although Rosarena came in and just made a ridiculous catch. Mm-hmm. I hope he's okay. Uh, he ran into the wall doing it. But, and, and you know, that's the thing. You got to give guys days off, and, and, you know, they were both all stars, so they really didn't have a break. So I, I understand why he did that. And maybe that affected the offense, although when they did, you know, come in the game, they, they didn't really do anything. But they're just, you know, stranding guys on base, um, some base running mistakes, you know, strike out, throw them out, double plays. Like, they're, they're just not hitting with running in a scoring position if they get one there. And, you know, you just contrast that with the beginning of the year where they were jumping out and burying teams and running away from them. I mean, the offense was the difference, right? And you're right. The pitching was not good. It was getting guys hurt right and left. and But it didn't matter because you were scoring six runs a game. Well, you know who's scoring six and seven runs a game? The Texas Rangers. And... You know, and, and I just feel like I like their lineup better than I like the Rays lineup. In fact, there's a lot of teams. I think when you get to the postseason, I think you need stars. And you could say, well, Rosarain is a star. He's done it in the World Series. He's done it mm-hmm. in the postseason before. Okay, there's one, and and maybe Wander Franco, you know, will produce. But I don't have faith in the other guys. I I, I really don't. And and it just you know I can close my eyes and without. Any trouble at all, imagining it being October, and whether they're a wild card team or they win the American League East, it really doesn't matter, except the home field advantage, they're gonna they're gonna probably struggle offensively.
2: They probably will. I mean, just look at Wednesday. And and this didn't happen early in the season. Second inning, two hits, no runs. Third inning, two hits, no runs. Fourth inning, two hits, no runs. It's incredible. Fifth inning, two hits, no runs. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, and granted, Josh Lowe got thrown out the plate, and Garcia and, and Simeon made perfect throws. He I, did, and they can't, hit can't some lasers. Them, can't fault them for sending them, and that's just you yeah. know, you tip your hat. They made a tremendous play,
1: and Surrey hit a laser into a double play that you know it was an atom ball. It wasn't like he went up there and struck out. Right. He had a home run later, mm-hmm. so sometimes that happens. But they've been getting man. thrown out
2: in the bases a lot more. The stolen bases. Uh, have, it's almost yeah. like they get on base, and it's like I'm going no matter what, and the other team knows it.
1: Mhm-, mhm-, yeah, they're controlling the running game a little bit more mm-hmm.
2: because the Rays lead the major leagues in stolen bases, so the teams know they want to run and 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 they're not being very selective at this point. It doesn't feel like it's just we're on base go and and maybe the part of that's trying to break out of a slump, trying to generate some offense, but
1: well, and that's that's what they did early in the year though they ran on everybody mm. Mm-hmm. You know, but they were running with a lead. It's a little different when you're true. You know, you're up a couple runs, you're hitting a couple home runs early in the game, you you got a little bit of luxury. Now, Romano makes this point, I think it's a good one. That they fell out of first place in late June a year ago. And they actually trailed the Red Sox by two and a half games on july twenty eighth, which is just what, like eight days away. They wound up winning the division by eight games with 162 record but i think this is a different al east this year because everybody has has a winning record mm-hmm. and baltimore they couldn't shake those guys so you know like the old bush cassidy and sundance kid movie which is a thousand years old was like who are those guys they kept following them and and now wouldn't you know you got them at the trop which is maybe a good thing but boy this is a big series for both teams
2: uh, it's a huge series, I, I think more so for Tampa Bay, which surprisingly, I would yeah. you know thought it was going to be a bigger series for Baltimore. Right. But you're at home, and, and Baltimore knows they get the Rays in Camden Yards in September for four games.
1: Sure, so make some hay now.
2: And the Rays don't play well on the, as well on the road, so this series mm-hmm. is probably more important for Tampa Bay right now.
1: And, and I'll say this, like, you know, hitting, like anything, it's a confidence, I mean, it's baseball's a failure sport and all that, we talked about it. Against this Baltimore team, you've got seven innings, buddy. You better have it wrapped up in seven innings because that bullpen is going to shut you down. You're not coming back or winning games in the eighth and ninth against these guys. That's that's the best eight and nine relievers in baseball right now.
2: It's hard to argue. I can't argue with that. Both were all-stars. Right. When you're so eighth inning guys and all-star, that shows you how good they are.
1: Yeah, that means you get close. Because right usually
2: there. it's starters and closers that are the yeah. all-stars.
1: Right, right, right. But they've both been great. And so, you know, um, they they took care of business in Baltimore when they were up there earlier this year. I did, you know, those two games with, um, on the radio, whatever, post-game. And, and it was, you know, the games were very similar. They had their chances. They got a couple guys on. They couldn't get a big hit. Next thing you know, Orioles take a lead. It's over. Like, it's just over. Um, so panic, I mean, Lovey Smith, you know, discouraged. I go back to disappointed and discouraged. Um, it's just there's a sameness, okay? There's a sameness about the race. Now, not when the season began, not and, and even having 60 wins right now is not usual, but there's a sameness about what happens to this team. And that is, as the season wears on, you find out who these guys really are because it's 162 games, and you know, outside of a Rose Arena, wonder who's slumping. Really, everybody's slumping. Got some young guys now who are coming back to earth. Um, they're they're the same group of hitters that couldn't get it done last year, and 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 when the when the stakes get higher and the pitching gets better. That's when you have to produce and they just they haven't done it. So
2: we never expected the offensive output they had at the beginning of the year to continue all year. No, of
1: course not. Although it was but, nice
2: though. But you had hoped that you weren't going to see this prolonged lack of output like they had at a lot of times last year and then in the postseason. Yeah. You would hope that what they really are is somewhere in between. And and I guess at this point we don't probably know. are. They probably are, but they've been more what they are today, but, but we've seen this than, in the past with this group. Right. And now they're back to it again.
1: Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, you know, early in the season, they talked about the approach and like I was watching this Rangers series pretty closely and I don't see guys working counts. I don't see guys going, you know, making pitchers throw a lot of pitches. I see a lot of quick innings. I see a lot of first strike swing, you know, um, I think that they've become too aggressive if that's possible. I think early in the year they were taking the walks, they were making guys get deep into favorable counts and they were and they were taking advantage of it now mm, I see an old approach, a lot of swing and miss um a lot of you know eleven straight guys retired, fourteen straight guys retired like you know, and they did get their hits. I mean the thing is, they got their hits on on Wednesday. They they just couldn't string one more together, you know, to get the guy in. But, um, but yeah, it's just it, it it just there's a sameness to the race. There's a sameness to where they're at in this season. Very good. And again, they you know they won the American League East by nine games, and they may well do that again. But it just it it feels like they've lost, right? Even though even though you're in first place. And, it, and it's, you know, July 20th, uh, and you got 60 wins. Like, all those things, beginning of the season, heck yeah, take that, sure, no problem. But how did you get there? You know, like, how? what's it feel like now, going into the All-Star break and now coming out of the All-Star break? I mean, they won two out of three in Kansas City. They won the doubleheader. Then they lost, and now they've lost four in a row. This is kind of a weird stat, but it, it kind of tells how consistent they've been. They have not, the Orioles have not been swept because, obviously, the – the Rays just were, I mean, the Royals have not been swept in 70 series dating back to last year, which is, you know, which is
2: good. Which shows them. you they don't have long losing streaks.
1: Right, right.
2: You know, at most, you're, you at most, maybe losing four in a row if you lose the back, the last two of a series and then the first two of the next one. Right. Where the, Rays, the, Rays, already, are, the Rays lost, what, seven in a row right before the All-Star break.
1: That's right. And now they've lost four mm-hmm. um, and counting. So, you know, they've, they've been prone to that uh, of late anyway, and. You don't want to do that. That's how you give up a big lead, and that's why they're you know tied for first place or percentage okay. points behind. Well, I'm this week, tell this you,
2: weekend's a perfect time to break that streak. Then,
1: but it is, it is. You could you could sweep the Orioles and walk out and uh, you know in four days and, 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 and have a, four, have a nice game four game lead, and then everything is fine again. And that's the way baseball is. Oh, that's baseball. But uh, the way they're playing, eh, even though they're coming home, they're better at home. Uh, I don't see a lot of hot bats right now. I'm just kind of, I'd be nervous if I was a Rays fan. I'm going to tell you what their solution is. We've got the solution for all their problems. We'll give it to you here in just a second, but first I want to tell you guys about May Electric Solar. They're a family-owned business. They've been operating and installing solar electric systems now for 13 years. There's a lot of these fly-by-night companies out there, but May Electric Solar is committed to you for the long term. They guarantee their workmanship with a 30-year labor and services warranty. Plus, with every installation, you get $750 worth of service protection. That's for all your appliances. That is what they're calling the May difference. If you visit their Hudson showroom, May Electric displays all their products. They conduct on-site testing. You can see exactly what they're going to install. They're going to customize it to your needs. Plus, they don't use subcontractors, so you know exactly who's doing the job. That's all Billy May's people up there. Start saving today. Call the solar energy experts at Solar. At 727-819-2862, schedule a free estimate. Lower your electric bill all year long. Preserve the quality of your appliances through every storm season. That's May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862 or visit mayelectricsolar.com.
0: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: So here's the solution, and I've covered sports for a minute And I watched the Bucs go 12 straight seasons without a playoff appearance and have only two winning records during that stretch and not sniff the postseason. Where in the NFL, you know, it's a competitive balance system. You you know, you get the higher draft picks when you suck and free agency and all that. You should should get good. The Bucs did not. 12 years. Until one Thomas Brady showed up. And brought some friends with him. And the next thing you know, two division championships, three straight playoff appearances, and oh yes, a Super Bowl 55 championship. The trophy, albeit tossed across the Hillsborough River, is in the building. Okay? There's somebody out there. And there'll never be this player out there again. Unless Babe Ruth comes back from the dead and he's available to be traded for. And it's Shohei Atani. What? Ray. Shohei Atani. Why would you give Stop it. I want to tell you why. Here's the thing. It, it it seems short-sighted as Romano wrote um and maybe even a little reckless. But you know what? You're the Tampa Bay Rays, okay? And this is a once in a in a not a generation, a lifetime of this franchise opportunity to get a player who hasn't existed since Babe Ruth, right? Shohei. You're not adding one player. You're adding two players. You're adding one of the top pitchers in baseball to that rotation, which would give you, I think by far, the best starting rotation in the American League. Then you're adding the American League or baseball's home run king right now who's a left-handed bat on top of it. Now, I don't know the price and frankly, I suppose there would be a limit to just how much you would spend or how many, you know, how many prospects you would give up. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Because the thing about prospects is this. They're just that. Mm -hmm. Right. There have been prospects in this organization that come up with Tommy John surgeries and they never make it to the big leagues or if they do, they don't make it back. Um you've traded away good players before the Austin Meadows and uh hell you traded Blake Snell after he was sensational in the postseason and the World Series. Okay? So the strength of your organization is you always find a way to identify guys and draft and develop or acquire from other organizations people that teams have given up on and guess what? They get into your organization, and next thing you know, they're playing the best baseball of their careers. Okay, that's been the secret sauce, and that's why that the Rays have won as many games as pretty much anyone in baseball, uh, or in the top five teams anyway, um, because the formula is there. You have a terrific front office. Um, you've been, you know, relevant in terms of winning American League East, competing, you know, being outspent, and all that stuff. And you're well-respected in baseball. Great. Fantastic. You know what you haven't done? You haven't won a damn World Series yet. I mean, you know, the Brent Honeywells, you would look at and say, well, we can't trade Brent Honeywell or Brendan McKay's or all these guys, Luis Patino. Like, there are guys that are down there that you really like. We're talking about a World Series, man. Like, this is Shohei Itani. I don't know that there's... A prospect I wouldn't give up, or number of prospects I wouldn't give up. Now, we can talk about maybe not Wander Franco or Randy Rosarena, but are we talking about minor league guys? <sighs> Man, and it's a one-year rental. I get it. He's not going to resign here. He's just not, because you can't afford him. Well, the guy's going to get
2: $60 million. That's the whole issue with any team trading for Shohei.
1: No doubt. Is no he doubt. is
2: going to free agency. Like mm-hmm. Most of the time when you trade for a rental like that, Mm-hmm. not the Nelson Cruz type and you know but, yeah. but Otani. You're trading for him because with the hopes of re-signing him before he hits free agency.
1: No question.
2: Which is because of how steep the price is. Mm-hmm. Or I'm assuming it's going to be. Well,
1: you would imagine yes. 40, 50, 60 60
2: million. Well, I'm saying the, the price of the trade the prospect oh, pool, oh, be, the, yeah. the players, the what, sure. whatever, the draft picks, the significant international yes. pool money, whatever it is, you got to throw in to, to get this deal done.
1: Very significant.
2: This isn't, you know, trading Joe Ryan for Nelson Cruz. Exactly. Like you're throwing in the kitchen sink of prospects.
1: Mm-hmm. Three, maybe four.
2: Oh, I maybe more than that. Although, if you're taking three have. or four of your best, you know, five or six prospects, yeah,
1: probably. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what the other teams are offering, but yeah.
2: Yeah. Is that Shohei's going to free agency? He's not going. No, I don't. Even if it's the Yankees, he's not signing. I agree. Until he hits free agency and sees what everybody gets to offer.
1: That's how the money works. hmm. Bidding war.
2: So, is. Mm-hmm emptying the kitchen sink of your prospect pool. Right. Or at least a, a big chunk of it. Worth it yeah. for one guy. Although, as you said, it is two. It's two players, man.
1: Two top of the line ace players. The ace, the ace of a staff and the home run king. I wouldn't do it. Well, then you know, here's the thing. Assume, nothing assuming ventured, assuming, nothing that, lost.
2: assuming that the price is what I expect it to be prospect-wise, and I couldn't tell you sp- specific names, but well, but it's significant.
1: Know. Well, just say it's the top three Let, or let's four. Let's say prospects you're giving up,
2: you know, four of your top eight prospects.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
2: For half as, like I said, it's not like if I'm giving up four of eight and I'm going to resign. And show a long term. I do right it now. now in be, I do it right
1: in now. It'd be like sixty games. That's it.
2: Yeah, which you means made in, deal in two now. weeks it's really fifty games.
1: Correct. I'd still do it. I'd still do it for this reason. As great of a story as the Rays have been, mm-hmm. as great of an organization, as well-respected and a ton of their front office guys or other places now running teams, so are managers. All of that being what it is, right? You're just a nice little team that's not going to ever get over the hump and win a World Series. And when I say ever, my lifetime, I don't know. Maybe they'll win it this year. Who knows? Maybe they sip tag and they do it. But but you know what immediately happens? Like, in a world you can't imagine what happens. Even if it's for a couple months or into October, this franchise is the quintessential media spotlight in the entire baseball world. Mm-hmm. You've got not just baseball's best player, baseball's best generational player. Who since Babe Ruth has done what this guy's done? No one. And I don't think we'll see his, his kind again. So it's it's not just you know that he's a superstar. He's a unicorn. And even if it's for one season or the rest, not even a rest, whole season, the rest of the season, right, I got a way better puncher's chance, and I mean way better, if I've got that kind of star in my lineup and on the mound in October because now I can match up with the other stars on the other teams in October. And it would, it would make the Rays so incredibly relevant. It would gas up your fan base. And it would send a message that, you know what? This is a special year. Like, I'm not going to do this every year. I can't. I can't afford to bankrupt my minor leagues. Of all teams, we don't have revenue. Right? I can't do this. I can do it this year. You know why? I think I have a chance to win it. I think I have a chance to win it with the guys on the field right now. But if I add Shohei Atani. And the juice, you know what that does to your clubhouse? I mean, I remember. Look, I. it's maybe not a great example because it was a different player and, and all of that. And it was for a whole season, or in this case, two or three seasons it became. The minute Tom Brady walked into that, well, he didn't get to walk into the facility because it was during COVID, but when he showed up at Berkeley Prep, let's say, or walked into the wrong house looking for a playbook. But the minute he got to Tampa Bay, right? Everything changed. I watched it. No one, everyone said this. We're going to the Super Bowl. We got a shot. We have as good a shot as any team in the league, and we are going to be on point. We are not going to disappoint this guy. Same thing would be with the Rays. They realize what they gave up. They know that that their team for once is all in, but that is such a huge feeling in that clubhouse that, yeah, we're doing this, man. We're going for it. We're finally going for it. You know,
2: but and but there's chips a big difference. The the there's a big difference between Tom Brady and Shohei Ohtani. Tom Brady had six rings. Shohei hasn't made the playoffs yet.
1: I don't think that's his fault, though. I, I,
2: I, not his fault, but I'm not saying win the World Series. He hasn't made the playoffs. He got Mike Trout on his team.
1: What are we now, talking about,
2: man? We talking about the playoffs, man? Yeah. So
1: uh, I well I, is that, but seriously, now you know baseball, and and mm-hmm. and, and I know what you're saying. It's, it's stunning to me that the Angels had arguably the top two players in baseball for all these years and didn't make the postseason and much less go to a World Series. Mm-hmm. Stunning to me. But baseball, unlike that quarterback position, it's different, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to say, well, Brady can affect everything and, and one player in the lineup can't, okay, I'll buy that a little bit. But you know what? In this situation, with this franchise, the little training that could, Mm-hmm. The one that's always going to be there in the hunt, always going to be outspent three to one, um, you know, bag, scratch and claw, use every new rule to their advantage, whatever the hell it is, shift, no shift, big bag, stolen bait, whatever it takes. All that they do. And they still can't get there. They still they've been to the World Series. I'll give them that. And they lost and they lost to a Dodgers team that had way more firepower offensively. You know what? That would happen again. That would happen again, man. I don't think they're gonna get out of the American League with what they have. I don't. Um, but if you gave me Shohei, um, I don't care. Like, because we're so good as an organization, because we can identify, we'll find a way to replenish this. We'll find a way. Not all these prospects are gonna go to the major leagues and be superstars or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause because history has shown that, okay? But for one two month period or October. What kind of a boost? What kind of a of an infusion? Maybe this is what would get them over the hump. And even if you lost four of your top prospects, but could win a World Series, what do they say? It was worth it, man. That's what they're saying at one. But look, oh, they win Tampa a World Bay, Bay Series Buccaneers and absolutely would be worth it, absolutely. Yeah, but but that you don't have. My thing is, and it's not guaranteed because you know Randy Johnson it never is guaranteed. You know, went uh, you know was acquired by the Astros in ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, see Sabathia Zabathia was with the Brewers in 08, Machado for the Dodgers didn't hit. Like this has been done before, but not with this guy. Not with the unicorn. Not with Shohei freaking Atani, who affects your your rotation, the power, the feeling. I just think he's he's a he's a generational player. Mm-hmm. Um and if you have a chance, and and people mention the rays when they mention teams that have the prospects, I think you gotta go for it. I don't think they'll get them because, in the end, the Angels get to choose. Well, the Angels get to
2: choose, and I think there'll be a team out there that that throws absolutely stupid amount of prospects. And and I don't mean pure numbers like 7-8. I just mean, like, how high they would go. I I think a Yankees team may just do that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But do the Yankees have the depth in their minor leagues that these guys do? That's what I would question. They're, like,
2: they're, I don't know if they're as deep as the Rays, but I think their farm system is a lot better than it has been in the past.
0: Yeah, I, like, I mean, I,
2: mean I, would, I, would, I, would, I would love to see Shohei Otani here. Oh, my God. Oh it my would God. be phenomenal.
1: Oh, my God. I, I mean, just Tom don't Brady know, I just don't know if
2: Shohei Otani is enough to put this team – to a point where you go, I think we're the favorites. Because mm. I don't know if anyone else in the lineup is going to hit still. Well, well look, hold on. Now.
1: Let, that, and all that might be true, but let's just say this. Let's say you finish with the best record in the American League, which is what they have mm-hmm. right now, or at least percentage points behind the Orioles. Let's yes. say you have a good second half. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they won They won by nine games a year ago. Um, if you win the American League East, which is the best division in baseball, yeah. where every team has a winning record, you're pretty damn good already, so they may do that anyway. You're telling me if you had Shohei Ohtani on the mound and at the at the plate, that that's not going to be enough. I
2: well, mm. here's what I here's what I love is now you've got a rotation of Otani, McClanahan, Glass, now Eflin. Oh my
1: god! In like one of those guys isn't going to pitch in this in in the World Series as a starter. You only need three. The other guy can come in for bulk innings or whatever.
2: I mean I, I the pitching side of it would be phenomenal.
1: Wouldn't be bad for the hitters either.
2: <laughs> no, I mean look, I mean your lineup you all of a oh, like, sudden. So wander, yeah.
1: wander Franco, Randy Rosarina, and Shohei Atani well, or Wander Franco. It's gonna go Otani, Yandy,
2: Yandi, Wander Otani, Otani, Randy. Randy. Yeah, I mean geez. <laughs>
1: I mean where's the easy out there, man? And then you got other guys, you know, the Paredes and the Rodriguez and all those guys can fill out the rest of the lineup. I'm cool with it, but like, I don't want, I don't want Isak Paredes to have to deliver the big bomb in the world, in in, mm-hmm. in, in the playoffs. I, I just, I don't have any confidence. Well, man.
2: I think they need a bat. They're going to need Bethan a bat, court, whether, like it's, whether it's Shohei or not. They're going to need right. a bat.
1: You got to, man. Or two. But wouldn't this be the year, like, of all years to go for it? Right? Yes. Are we in agreement that if you're going to go for it, whether that's bullpen starter, if you're gonna, you're gonna listen, if they want to add to the bullpen, and I know Kitchens is working his way back, but if they want to add to the bullpen, they got to give up something. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna to have to give up something to to fortify what you have right now. I don't think that they're gonna sit pat and say, "No, we're good here. We're leaking oil, but we're fine." Well, but you the, know? the
2: the part of it, it in Normally if you go after a bullpen guy or whatever, like I said, a lot of these guys, you're expecting to sign longer term. You'd like to. You know, yeah. we've talked a lot about how the lightning, you know, got to that window and went for it. But almost every one of those guys they traded for, Dennis Savard being the exception.
1: Yeah, they got multiple years.
2: It was, you know, you had another you had a year and a half of Coleman and Goodrow. Mm -hmm. You had, you know, team control for Tanner Janot and Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel. And you go down the line, you know, everybody that they've, they've traded Mikey Acem They gave up huge prices because they had a lot of control. It wasn't a one year going for it because does anybody believe that the Rays window is closing to make, to, to make runs at the World Series? I don't. So you have to keep your eye on the future too. I, I, look, if the price is right for Otani, I would absolutely do it. I just don't think the price is going to be.
1: And I'm, I think saying, it's going to
2: be too high to take that risk well, for the organization. And I'm
1: saying I'm going to pay it. Like the mm-hmm. you know, the difference is, you're going no. Nah, there's a price where you'll say it's too much. I'm saying, mm, I'm going to pay it. I'm going to pay it because of where I'm at as a franchise. You know, and not for nothing. Does the stadium deal get a little easier if they win a World Series?
2: Oh, yeah. Everything gets right? easier.
1: Right. I mean, you're just arguing about where the parade is, and we know it's I a mean, boat parade between Tampa and St.
2: Pete. You're trading for Shohei Otani. You're opening the upper deck again.
1: Exactly. I mean, we're talking about revenue here. We're talking about every Monday night, Sunday night, whatever the hell baseball is on broadcast. This cat now in the Eastern time wait, Does zone. ESPN know that the Rays exist? <laughs> no, I've not seen a game on ESPN. I don't think so. <laughs> they may have to start or Fox or one of them. Um yeah, I mean, that's what the Brady bump was, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. and I've lived it, and I know it's not the same. It really isn't the same. I mean, Brady, you know, it's a salary cap. It's an like everybody kind of has the same amount of money to spend. Like, and and but that's the other part of this, too, right? Because in a normal situation, Shohei Atani is never looking the direction of the Tampa Bay Rays. No. In this situation, at least for the remainder of the year, it's not his choice. Now, they may go to him and say, hey, we got similar offers from this team or this team. Where you want to go? But it, but if it's not the same, if it's apples to oranges, he's going to go where he's going to go, where he's traded. Mm-hmm. And he has to play 60 games or 50 games or whatever it is when they deal him. And then he can be a free agent and go where he wants to. But this is the one time... like. You're never going to get Shohei Atani to look at you twice, man. You know? That, that pretty girl standing over there, she's never going to look at you. <laughs> but guess what? Um, I don't know. You won a lottery. I mean, I, it's just, to me. to me, this is it. And it's not any player. It's two players, man. It's two elite guys that can affect you on the mound and at the plate and in the box office and just in the clubhouse. The clubhouse would be on fire. I've seen it. I've seen it with Brady. Those guys would run through a, they just felt like the minute he walked in, man, we're going to the World Series or the Super Bowl. They might have gone to the World Series if he was pitching, but we're going to the World Series or the Super Bowl. These guys will feel like we're going to the World Series. Like, and it's a signal, you know, what is it that this franchise has always kind of been, you know, the malaise as well. They get a superstar and, you know, they trade him a little too early because they can't afford him by the time he hits a big free agency, so you know Blake Snell gone and this guy gone. Hell, he even traded Evan Lagoria at some point. Well, this would be the opposite of that. This would be like, no, he's only going to cost us ten million this year, so it's not about money. But it's like, no, we're going for it. You know, we are, we are all in. And and like I said, it's a special year. I don't know. I don't think they're going to do it. I mean, I if we wake up one day and Shohei's here, that <laughs> may trump the any Brady headline we had. Look, but, I mean,
2: there's no question they're in conversations with the Angels. Or at least have reached out because the Rays do that. Yeah, of course. There's no doubt the Rays would be interested.
1: I have to be, sure.
2: I mean, but we know they they very much have values on each player in the organization and they make trades when they feel that the value is commiserate or in their favor. With only fifty games of control, is the asking price that the Angels will have fit into that model. Or do they just throw that model out and say, we're going for it like you say?
1: Well, let me ask you this. Because they battled the AL East all year long. Mm -hmm. Okay? And Romano makes this point, and I think it's a good one. Maybe you're right. Maybe they give up too much, and it's like, you know what? We didn't make it, and they regret it. And they regret it. They come up short. I don't know they're going to come up as short, but they come up short. And that, that happens. Only one team can win the World Series. Absolutely. Okay? But... How about this? How much will they regret not trading for him when it gets to be in the World Series in World Series time? In other words,
2: I don't think you ever regret going for it.
1: If the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Blue Jay—I know, Blue Jays—kind of out of it—or the Orioles, say Baltimore. No, I've Blue Jays are of the Yankees. I have mean, read that the Orioles place. are in it for Shohei too.
2: Oh, I'm sure they are, and they've got—they okay, got, so, got a lot of young talent.
1: So let's say the Orioles get him. And they go to the World Series. How much you can regret? Regret not going for it at that point, because they he may well you may be well playing against him in your division in the playoffs in the American League East and you trying may, to you win. may
2: well be playing against him for years to come in those divisions. <laughs> well, yeah, because
1: <laughs> the Yankees are here. Let's be honest, and the Red Sox and everybody else. But uh, yeah, but but I don't think you're going to regret if you come up short. No, I think you don't. I think you live with that regret. I think it's going to be really hard if you go. Man, we had such a special year, and those guys got Otani, and it took them over the top. And if we'd have gotten them, dang it, why didn't we get them? Right? And again, all of this, like you said, the the Rays are interested. They're going to put out there an offer of some kind, or they're going to think about what they could give up. At the end of the day, the Angels are going to make the decision. So, you know, if they don't, if they do
2: go for it, well, and they don't The get Angels them, are going to make the decision unless you make the decision easy for unless them. Unless
1: you make it easy. Unless there's, you know. An offer they can't refuse. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I'm saying offer, you know, I'm all in, baby. I'm sitting here with two queens and two kings, and only an ace can beat me. So, you know, I think I'm pushing it to the middle of the table. I really do. It would be fun, man. How cool would it be? Otani oh. oh, to the Rays. Oh, my God. There they. I mean, you wouldn't be able to get a ticket. You just wouldn't be able to get a ticket. There's just no way. And I don't care where the stadium is. Let's see if people complain about where it is after that. that would be so cool. There's going to be
2: people from all over the country and the world coming in to see. That's true. That's true.
1: And then, you know, you I mean, it wouldn't
2: have... be quite the Lionel Messi ticket price in Miami, but, you know. Well,
1: and what does the Japanese television pay for that, uh, the rights to raise games? <laughs> because they're going to be on yeah. every night. <laughs> you know? I remember being in Japan years and years ago, and um, all of Seattle's games were on. Every one of them mm-hmm. because their Japanese star, yep. you know, was there. Uh, and so, you know, that that's the same thing. It, it, it just I don't know. It makes it, it's too exciting to think about. It and you're really like, oh, never happened. You know what? And it's a different scenario. But who in their mind would have thought that Tom freaking Brady would have chosen the Bucks of all the teams out there to leave New England and come here and then does it and wins the Super Bowl? And once you got that trophy in there, man, no one's talking about, yeah, but we had, you know, Mm -hmm. we were $50 million over the salary cap and we couldn't re-sign a bunch of guys and we had to cut a bunch of players. No one cares. No one cares
2: that the Lightning don't have draft picks for the next three years. Right,
1: exactly. Their their prospect
2: pool is pretty thin right now. No one cares because they won two Cups. No, and they went to
1: three in a row. I mean, like, that's incredible. And you would never give that back. And, you know, what else does is it – it, it it makes for a lot of long term contracts for the guys that manage and the guys that are in the front office and you know rising tide and all that stuff. But the relevancy in baseball would be would be off the charts. So we'll see. We'll live in our fantasies, my I mean, hopes, and not my fears. Man.
2: I don't think I would pull the trigger based on what I think the price will be. Yeah, but if they did, I wouldn't criticize them. No, no, I would love it because I you know I don't I'm not going to criticize somebody for going for it.
1: No one team wins it, man. Like, what are you in it for, right? Like, there's the business aspect of it. Well, mm-hmm. we can draw, and they, their attendance is up, and that's nice, and they're a good little story. And, you know, maybe they'll win the American League East, maybe they don't, and they're relevant like they always are, and they're a great organization. And you know what? They still don't have a stadium, and they still haven't won a World Series. And, 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 and. It's like, okay. But you're right. You can't criticize them for going for it. You can't say, you know what? We're just going to put, a, like, this one time for this one player – and I, and it's not like you're trading for a bat or trading for an arm. Man, you're trading for Babe Ruth, man. Like you're trading for the unicorn. Like this guy, I've never seen anything like this guy. I don't understand just because he's in the Western time zone why baseball doesn't celebrate him more. I've never seen anything like this. I can't imagine how you can attempt to get on the mound every five days and do what he does and throw 100 miles an hour and then get up there and lead the American League or the Major League Baseball in home runs, like it's nuts. Like one of those things is ridiculous, ridiculous. And to have a guy at the Major League level dominate the way he does, stupid. And you'll never see the likes of him again, I don't think, but we'll see. It's uh, a <laughs>
2: it's good the, good
1: debate fodder.
2: By the way, as much as Shohei Ohtani leads in you know all those categories, you know what else? What other category he leads in baseball in? Mm. Triples. Really? Yeah, he's got seven this year,
1: and so he can run on top yeah. of everything. Bobby
2: else. Witt's got six, and then there's a bunch Jesus. of others at five, including Kiermaier. But yeah, That's he le- he leads baseball in triples as well. God,
1: it's just not, I mean, there's there's nothing he can't do. He's home runs,
2: triples. I mean, you know, all the pitching stats. Easy, I mean, you know, batting three o six.
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 really we won't have an appreciation for it until he's done playing and you know i don't know if he if he was in new york or the eastern seaboard someplace or well, Indiana, he was on a
2: winning team that, well, that I mean. would help
1: yeah not seeing him in october sucks Mm-hmm. so you know but i think wherever he goes you're gonna see him in october this year because <laughs> i think he's gonna take some team right over the top if not all the way to the world series we'll see we got other stuff uh there was uh, Leonard Fournette is in New England. He's visiting the Patriots. He did that a year ago before he signed a three-year contract with the Bucs. Tom Brady called him after he unretired. said, what are you doing up there, man? And he came and signed a three-year, $21 million deal, $12 million guaranteed, and then they cut him. And when they cut him in March, he said, I asked to be released. Okay, well, now you're in that running back pool, which we can talk about maybe tomorrow. Um, we got some mail
2: back tomorrow, yeah, too. How about all the comments from all the running backs coming out?
1: I got something about it. Let, let's save that for tomorrow because I'm going to tell you, why they are wrong, and what the problem is. Because this is not a you know I know Saquon Barkley and and uh, the guy at the Raiders Jacobs Jacobs uh, like they're the elite you know franchise guys now, right? But this is not a this is not a problem. We woke up one day and said, "Wow, running backs aren't getting paid." I'm going to tell you all. I'm going to break that down. Like you're a five year old. I'm I'm I'm, gonna, I'm I'm gonna tell you this is this has been coming for years and has really been the case for some time. I don't I guess because it's Barkley and it's New York and it's you know, the tabloids and whatever. And he's an outstanding talent. Mm-hmm. Also been hurt two out of four years. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm gonna I I I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that, that it's just supply and demand, it's an allocation system. I'll tell you who is more, getting
2: paid in the NFL.
1: Who's that? Owners. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you see the that? Green Bay, I, thank God for the Green Bay Packers are a publicly traded company, and we get to see the revenue that is dispersed 132nd uh, to the Packers. How much revenue did they take in? Well, almost the NFL took almost
2: in. 375 million was their disbursement, <sighs> which means the NFL is raking in $12 billion.
1: Billion dollars.
2: That's not yeah. the local ticket money and local sponsorship yeah. deal. That's the NFL's take. That's what right. that's your TV rights deals and streaming deals and deals to Europe and mm-hmm. and, and NFL sponsors like Pepsi and others, you know, that mm-hmm. uh, use the NFL marks and, you know, NFL mm-hmm. Network and all, all the entities of the NFL. Twelve billion. Just rev
1: share. Yep. And then, and, and like you said, it doesn't cover a ticket, a sky suite, yep. a club seat, um, sponsorships, stadium naming rights. There's so much more on that revenue but this is the shared mostly broadcast partners i mean that's where the bulk of it's coming from Mm -hmm. and sponsorship and that but yeah and and the salary cap is some 225 million or so Of that has to go to player costs but if you can get by on about 200 million a year and then your franchise value even though you're not maybe looking to sell but you know the commanders are going to sell for around six billion dollars and if you're the glazer family who's dad may rest in peace was had the foresight of paying what people thought was an outrageous 193 million <laughs> and and he's got a franchise that might be worth five or six billion yeah that's a good deal it's a really good deal man it's good money god bless him. god bless the glad and and not for nothing they got this soccer team over in europe called man you that's probably worth at least that or more and and they've got that kind of up for sale so yeah no telethons but man i tell you um, and it's only going to be more. I'm telling you, when when uh, there's going to come a day where uh, gambling is going to become a bigger, bigger story. We've already seen the thing about the players and stuff, but I'm just talking about in seat, um, being able to bet at games in in every stadium, that sort of thing. Like that's when the franchise values are going to go through the roof. But yeah, it's a lot of cra- a lot of cash, as they say. So we'll do the uh, we'll do the mailbag tomorrow. You can get your questions in. We've got plenty of time for that. Um, and do that by sending us to it online on Twitter if you want, at Sports Day TV. Uh, you can send it to me on Twitter at NFL Stroud, or my email address is rstroud at Tampa Bay It's Rays and Orioles, four game series at the drop, man. It's going to be huge for them. We'll see what they can do and uh, maybe pull out of this four game tailspin that they had uh, on the road here in this last road trip. Thanks for listening. For Steve Burstynk, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody.